You've tuned into all things fine and gentry with the connoisseur, French Thompson, where consistently we bring you ideas, concepts, and exposure to thoughtful content, lifestyle enhancements, and opportunities to improve yourself and those around you. Thank you for tuning in and taking a listen to this week's episode. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of All Things Fine and Gentry. Thank you all for tuning in today. Again, I do not take it lightly that um, you have chosen to uh, take a moment out of your time to uh, to listen to this episode. And uh, for all those that have subscribed, thank you all so much. And those that have not, you know, it's uh, very simple. You just click subscribe. So I definitely uh, appreciate all those that have uh, left reviews and comments and, um, and more importantly, shared with others along the way. So uh, that's the whole purpose of all things fine and gentry is not to hold uh, this knowledge inside. But as I am exposed to share that with you and ideally um, as you're exposed, you share with others. So with that to start, uh, special guest today, special guest today, uh, which um, I was exposed to uh, some of the things that he does. And it really piqued my interest and said, hey, we need to have a conversation about this. So uh, today we have uh, what do we want to call you? Uh, The bean connoisseur. Mr. Jesse McLaughlin here. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for that great introduction and thank you for having me. Hey, hey, man, I, I appreciate it. And so just a little background here um, about how we got connected and everything like that. Um, so uh, as you all know, recently moved from uh, Fort Worth, Texas to, to California. But while I was in Fort Worth, attended uh, Freedom Church. Awesome church. If you're looking for a place in the DFW Metroplex, uh, look no further. You have it there. My Freedom DFW. Just a shout out there. But um, dynamic individual, lovely family, uh, awesome twins who uh, keep him busy and running all the time. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we were uh, engaged in a bunch of stuff at, at church and volunteer activities and other things like that. And along the way, um, he was like, hey, I'm, I'm interested in in uh, launching a business and these are things that i'm interested in doing and and uh we'll, we'll dig into that but um as you all know me i'm a very business-minded person and uh, we just started vibing and chatting and not just about that just about being uh, black men fathers uh, husbands everything along those lines so uh great kindred spirit here and i uh, wanted to have the opportunity to kind of talk so uh just before we get into why i call you the the um, Mr. Bean, uh, the coffee connoisseur, all of that together. Um, just, just, just tell tell the the audience kind of um, who you are, where you come from. So, so where are you from originally? Where's home for you? Man, so all right, I'm I'm gonna put it like I'm kind of a mutt, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was born Dallas. Oh, uh, 1984, July 16th. Uh, really, and so my. Yeah, I was born in Dallas. Yeah, I'm July 13th, so there it is. Man, I'm canceled. I'm t- we make the world go around, dude. Exactly. We do. But uh, I was born in Dallas. My sister was born in Dallas as well. My brother was born in Fort Bend, Georgia. And so I was here, I don't know, a few years, something like that. And then uh, parents split up. I was in Ohio 
for a taste of time. And then um, I went to Florida. So I grew up in Florida. Florida's uh-huh. where I call home. What part of Florida? Uh, because, uh, man, the closest big city would be Pensacola. Uh-huh. And shout out to all the people, you know, in that, that region right now that's going through Hurricane Sally. Yeah, that's real. Prayers, blessings with, you know, friends, family members out there. So uh, Florida's where I call home. Um, like I said, right around Pensacola, it was a very, very small city, a rural place. Um, and yeah, and then I got to, I went to high school in Ohio, three out of four years. Um, and then after high school, pretty much been in Texas. I had a dab of time uh, on the East Coast because my brother was stationed um, in Virginia. And so pretty much been in Texas. You know, after I graduated high school, like I said, hopped around a couple of places. But now, I guess, so overall, I guess I would say I'm a Texan. <laughs> uh, got it. Well, we, we give you that. We'll give you that, man. Texans uh, yes. are very proud people. I, I will continue Absolutely. to attest to that as being a resident of Texas for a, for a while. So so yes, currently sir. now, you are, um, uh, explain your role with the city of Fort Worth and kind of what you do and, and how that also uh, kind of brought you to where you are now. So yeah, so so with the city, um, I work in economic development. I'm what they call a business development coordinator, and I spend a lot of my time and attention focused on like underserved areas. Mm. Um, and so there's a lot of community relations, a lot of um, uh, a lot of engagement uh, with corporate partners trying to get them to pay attention to to areas who haven't had uh, commercial investment, uh, private dollars, things like that uh, for for some time. So, uh, that's, that's my day Cape. Um, but the beautiful thing, uh, about my day job is it actually gave me exposure to, um, opportunities, uh, from an entrepreneurial perspective, yeah. just different organizations, different people, uh, the thought processes, a lot of, uh, kind of thought processes that went into how I got, uh, how I built this any brand, you know, a lot of that came from, to be honest, uh, my work and work experience, um, and uh, particularly my role now, but even previous roles. So, 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 uh, how, I guess, as you've in, engaged in um, in this role and previous roles, I, I would assume that you you're you've kind of been your mind's been open to not only how many opportunities there are for underserved yeah, uh, communities, but also the um, the uh, the breadth of experience um, and your lack thereof of people that are trying to tackle that entrepreneurial spirit and say, Hey, I, I have something I want to, that I has birthed inside of me and I want to share with those around. Like I, I have to imagine that. Yeah. I guess when you went into the role, did you expect what you, what you see now as far as the opportunity and um, the, uh, essentially the the limitless um, opportunity to kind of expand and and grow as an entrepreneur in a business? To be honest, no. Um, Like just two years before this in a prior role, I I didn't, I didn't know, like to your point, there were so many opportunities available because a lot of the information uh, for entrepreneurs, particularly like startup companies and stuff like, is this not, it's not out there how to get, you know, funding opportunities, um, you know, getting, uh, 
business development classes and, and, and going through like different organizations like, you know, national organizations uh, like SBA yeah. and then local organizations like, like in our, uh, our, our area in uh, Tarrant County, like Tarrant County Small Business Development Corporation. So like, I didn't even know any of these things existed. And then more so not just the entities themselves, but like what they offer. And the crazy part is a lot of it's free, you know, like a lot of, the information and stuff that's out there, these tools and resources just to get to the place of like, you know, how do I write a business plan? Mm -hmm. Um, how do I, I have this idea in my head and how do I go from this idea in my head to a tangible product? Like there's a lot of, there are a lot of resources out there, um, that again, I didn't know anything about. And so fortunately because of like literally where I'm physically housed, there's, uh, those different organizations that are like right here in the building. So it was a large benefit for me because um, uh, kind of like yourself and, and, you know, I followed a po podcast from Genesis and like yourself, I mean, I'm just a curious person. And yeah. so it's like, okay, once I'm kind of in this, this one lane, it's like, all right, that's cool. But like, what else is out there for mm -hmm. me to explore? And literally like uh, from a, from a work sense, like I had that opportunity and exposure to yes, be at work and do my job and handle that business. But then, you know, have a 30 second walk to an office that has shown me this whole different world. And, and to be honest, just like the people that I'm able to, uh, for my job, come across and talk with, um, and just, just the thought process, like how people, you know, go about chasing these pursuits. And one of the things that, um, and, and I won't go all into my experiences, but, you know, I, I was a school teacher, um, I've done like budget and finance stuff. So I've done like a lot of things just kind of coming up as far as work related. Mm -hmm. And uh, for our culture, um, what I, what I recognize is that again, like it's just not a lot of times we're just not exposed period. So it's not that we don't have the ability to do these things and it's not that we're not smart. We don't have the intellect. It's just that just <laughs> again, don't we don't know. Yeah. And unfortunately a lot of this information is not like widely pushed out. So you have to kind of, you really have to kind of search for it and you have to know. And that's, I mean, it's, it's very interesting. Um, like that's, that's a life lesson in general, right? There's so much out here, so much knowledge to be gained, but exactly. it's about your personal desire to pursue and learn and really uh, acquire that knowledge that helps you exactly. become that much more, you know, more better at what you're trying to do or mm -hmm. um, allow for you to achieve the goals uh, whatever pressing uh, passion or calling that you have inside of you. Hey, I mean, they say often there's nothing new under the sun um, exactly. and it's not necessarily not a new idea, but the, the way to get your idea uh, out there into the world and the levers to pull and the people to talk to that stuff is out there and it's, um, it's, it's there for the taking. So that's, that's a great motivational note for those that are listening. So you, you, you're in this role and you're engaging and you're like, wow, like there's, there's an opportunity here, uh, to, to do something. And, you know, somewhere along the line, you told yourself, uh, I'm done sipping other people's coffee. I want to make my own, but <laughs> so tell, yeah. tell us how you really got into, uh, into, into your, your, your company and, and give your, give yourself a shout out as to the, the, uh, the company and, and what you do. And we're going to dive into this, uh, this coffee conversation. Absolutely. So, Start. I, I have to go back. So if this is 2020, I have to honestly go back to like the start of 2019, mm. um, because what happened 
uh, just in my mind. So, like you said, I'm, I'm I have a wife. I have two young children. Um, and uh, when my kids were born, um, you know, I work a I work a I work a job for municipal government. So I knew like, all right, I got two kids coming. So overnight, my family's going to double. And yeah, I don't get bonuses. You know what I mean? Like I got I have a fixed. <laughs> salary and what am I going to do? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and so like, I was like, okay, you know, just got started praying about it. And so at that time, 2016, um, just kind of moved some things around and, and, and God bless us. So we were able to get like an investment property mm. and it's, just, it's good, but it's like, you know, slow and steady wins the race. You kind of know what you're going to get. Um, and that's that. And it was, it was helpful. And then, uh, kind of latter part of 2018, you know, kids, kids are getting, you know, Around those corners are getting a little older. You start looking on, you know, futures like, okay, how are things coming? You know, we're getting more comfortable as parents. Um, my wife is wanting to spend more time at home. So, you know, latter part of 2018 going into 2019, it's like, okay, you know, Lord, you know, I had this vision that, you know, I, we want to allow my wife because she's she's gone to school, she's got her license, she's done all these wonderful things for her career path uh, to where she wants to go, you know, private practice mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, do her own find her own lane. And, um, and again, it was a mission and a vision of ours to say, okay, let's support her. And, and how can we, you know, move towards those steps. So beginning of 2019 to started thinking, you know, what else, uh, uh, can I do? And there was a gentleman I got to talk to. And one of the things he kind of, he challenged me with, he said, okay, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to find an alternative revenue source. Like you have to yeah. find something else. Yep. You're going have, to have to find something that, you know, has a little, like you said, kind of a, a, a limitless ceiling to mm-hmm. say, um, and and cr- figure out what that's going to be. And he left me with that, and I'm like, all right, thank you. So <laughs> can, can you tell me what that is? And, no, you don't got nothing. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So you know, you doing all this stuff and thinking and all this, and and so anyways, I like coffee. And uh, a buddy of mine asked me a question one day. He was like, how you know how do you know the difference between good coffee and bad coffee? I said, mm-hmm. man, I don't know. You know, I'm just, I just I go to the gas station, you know, I go to whoever. I know there's this this national brand that everybody, you know, loves yeah, yeah. And, and they have a lot of recognition. And so I go to that national brand or international chain and I'll you know, I'll participate in that chain. Um and then I kind of started around, you know, the area where I work, you know, you have a lot of these coffee shops started popping up and I'll venture out and try those. And I still didn't know. And mm-hmm. so um I started kind of going deeper into like, you know, what is coffee, right? Like what where does coffee come from? Yeah. Uh, what are its attributes? All those type of things. And then so like the middle part of, of 2019 started working. I even told my wife, I just started working on like a business plan. Mm. And at the time, the idea was, uh, and this is just kind of talks to one of the things we'll, I don't know, we'll get to, uh, you have to be very, very patient and, and enduring and, and, and persevering as an entrepreneur. So anyways, right. It started off as a, um, it was going to be a coffee shop slash co-worker space, okay. right? And that was like middle of 20, 2019. So June through like August of 2019, I was going down that road. And then um, I, like August, September, got the business plan done. I started meeting with people, like just giving them my business plan, reading it, getting critiques, feedback. And I had one person tell me he's a, like a, a senior vice president of a bank and uh, around here and fortunately enough he you know read through it and and talked with me about it and the area i was looking at and the idea he just said flat out it's not going to work wow hey so, that, that, that's a the value of having honest people in your life mm-hmm. 
I mean, they're just because because easily somebody could be like, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Right. And could have allowed for you just to to hit speed bump after speed bump. But I mean, that's that's powerful right there for somebody to 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 be close enough to be able to say, no, that's not going to work. But here you go. You know what I mean? And that's good. Go ahead. Like, no, straight up. And it, it it's good. And like you said, the flip side is, and one thing I'll, um, I challenge myself with, like, regardless of whatever I think I accomplish in life, is to remain humble and yeah. always listen yeah. and be willing to be flexible and listen to learn. Um, and so, you know, the guy told me that and was like kind of, you know, butt hurt a little bit at first. I was like, yeah, what's this man talking about? And then, you know, I'm like, well, he is he? Like he's, a he's just a senior VP of a bank. <laughs> Just to see your vice president of a bank. And I mean, he does this stuff all the time. Maybe he knows something. And so I was like, okay, cool. So I went back, you know, retooled, reworked the model. Mm. Um, and so kind of got rid of the co-working part, just focused on specifically, you know, brick and mortar, coffee shop. All right, cool. You know, scale down, you know, some of the stuff and, and reworked that. So then I was like August through December or whatever of 2019. So really blowing, going, um, you know, Started getting some positive feedback there. Uh, started kind of telling other people about it, gaining momentum, getting getting some fanfare and and folks behind it. And then that's again kind of where you know you all start coming in yeah. uh, and conversing with you all about it, talking. Um, and that leads into kind of like early of 2020, where it's like okay, solidified the business plan. I found you know a, a company uh, who works with startups mm-hmm. and you know they were willing to do a business loan and all that stuff. So it was like really really blowing and going that direction. And then that's, you know, January, February of 2020. Um, and yeah, really, like I said, kind of V-line, I, I got this. We're going that way. And, you know, wife's on board. Everything's lined up. And then COVID hit, mm. you know, March. And it was like, hmm, you know. And again, you know, had had one of those conversations. Again, you were part of that conversation yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and some others. And, and like you guys say, like, let's be real. I don't think this is going to work, but... You know, my brother, I'll support you, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll rock with you through this thing, but we don't think it's going to work. <laughs> so it's like, I, you know, they're, and they're right. You know, like, if you really look at it objectively and, and no matter the work I put in all this stuff, and, and so I had to let, you know, get ego out the way and all that stuff and say, okay, you know, let me let me rework this again. So yeah. uh, to be honest, kind of dropped it and said, well, you know, God, maybe maybe this whole thing, you know, isn't isn't going to happen after all. And, and maybe you're just telling me like, just kind of leave it alone and focus on, you know, just, 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 just doing things as I'm doing them. Mm. So I kind of dropped it. And to be honest, I did, I dropped it for about a month and think about it and say, whatever, you know, that's, that's a clear sign. It's just not for me. And so our pastor, actually pastor Robert, mm-hmm. um, he, he sent me, uh, like a message on Instagram about this company up North, uh, and they, um, black owned and operated and they, they roast coffee beans. And I read the article, uh, reached out to say a company, asked them some questions. They were very responsive, and, and that nice. was awesome, too. Um, and then I, I picked back up because the, um, uh, while I was going through the process of, of, of the coffee shop concept of, you know, doing a business plan, doing the financials, doing all the legwork it takes, um, I was blessed to get connected to uh, uh, my buddy who – He's a, a a buyer, so mm. he literally travels the world meeting with farmers like on their land in these different countries uh, to grade the beans first because the higher grade you get, then the higher you can sell them for, um, and then you know to to buy beans from them. And so him and I maintained a relationship this whole time, and I just kind of touched 
base with him via text and was like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, maybe getting into roasting. And, like, his response was just like, yeah, like, he was super ecstatic <laughs> about it. Like, I've been waiting on you to do this. And he actually did. He actually flowed the idea because I spent, like, a couple of days shadowing him. Yeah. And he flowed the idea while I was shadowing him. But at the time, you know, I was like, nah, man, you know, I just, I got, again, this, this one lane of mile and you, I got this shop and I'm not worried about this thing because I don't have time. And now that I had time with COVID to literally sit down, to learn this technique, to, to kind of dive into it as much as possible and to just learn as much as I could. Man, it, and, so, so yeah. this is awesome, right? Because, you know, a couple of things, right? Faced with, with challenge, faced with, you know, uh, perceived opposition, but being able to, uh, to take a look at it and say, okay, like you said, I'm going to re- retool this. I'm going to rework the plan. I'm going to make a shift. Um, heeding advice and, and, and realizing, hey, you're going to get stuff from every direction. But, you know, even sometimes if you need to take a, a rest to take a step back and say, okay, that there, there are multiple ways to, to skin this cat. There are multiple ways Absolutely. to grind this coffee to, to just be cheeky there. Um, and uh, I, I think it's a, you know, I had to be – some little funny in there um but you know ultimately to to say hey this is this is kind of where it is so you you dropped a couple things in here and i'll admit and uh for those that know me and those that don't i am not a coffee drinker now i love like legitimately i've, I've probably had one uh cappuccino or frappuccino in my life right back in high school i thought it was cool had a little fedora and i thought it'd be cool for me to sell cappuccinos <laughs> Um, and that was about it. I'm just being honest. I might even have a why picture. Why the fedora, though? Like, why the fedora because with the coffee? Because, my name is French, right? And so yes, I'm sir. supposed to have a fedora. I'm supposed to drink coffee and be Parisian, right? I might even have a hey. picture of it. But, um, but I do appreciate um, the value of craft, right? Okay. And um, so, you know, I, I don't I have, and I tell people also from a coffee perspective is that I have enough vices. I don't need another one. But, um, you know, I enjoy great whiskeys, bourbons. I enjoy great cigars and pipes, you know, different grades of tobacco, et cetera. And essentially, I, I assume or I know, not just assume, I know that the the depth and breadth of of coffee, right, is is immense. Right. You, you can essentially go down a a, um, a, a a dark rabbit hole trying to understand and engage in all this. But you really start talking about, I mean, it starts with the bean, right? And so you got a guy yes, who's, who's legitimately goes out here and buys beans, et cetera. So can you kind of talk to us? Because I'm sure there's a bunch of people on us that are maybe very similar to you or feel themselves a tad bit more sophisticated to say, oh, I just don't go to the, um, to the gas station. I at least go to my local, uh, you know, private, uh, coffee shop but there's so there's so much of a of a of a, a breath of this so can you kind of explain like essentially coffee right coffee 101 as you go from you know the the farmer to ultimately what ends up in your cup and how a person can have a greater appreciation for what they're actually sipping versus just let me get a decaf and go about my day absolutely and to your point french like you know with whiskey there's tiers and there's levels, right, of, of, you know, top shelf. And then even with top shelf, you have the tiers and levels. Mm-hmm. Same thing with cigars, like you said, with tobacco. Same thing with wines. Um, you know, same thing with cheeses, right? Like you have high quality, mid quality, all that. So same thing I, with I just, coffee. I just, to, I just want y'all to peep how he just dropped so much sophistication on y'all. I mean, <laughs> it's just like, 
you know, whiskeys, top shelf, because I don't drink anything that's well, or wines and then cheeses. I mean, you have to have a nice brie paired with an awesome blue from the, you know, St. Tropez region of such and such. I, I peeped yes, you. you just hashtag humble brag. I get it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. I mean, you got to, I mean, hey, you know, you get a little older and, and, and things get a little better for you. You know, you do a little better, right? There it is. So, so, you know, you want, you want a better experience. There and it is. so, same, same thing here, right? Um, I, with Zinnia, right? That's the company Zinnia Roastery. Mm-hmm. The, the, the thought process is just like now, a lot of us are at home, uh, especially with this COVID stuff, or just on a regular basis, you're drinking coffee. You know, what is it? The, the statistics saying, you know, one half of every adult drinks coffee wow. and usually it's multiple beverages a day. Wow. And so, you know, with that, and then, you know, in our, our age range, you know, you're starting to get this coffee connoisseur culture to mm. where, you know, folks don't just want to go to the gas station and, 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 and just get what the gas station has. And, and folks want to kind of know more like, okay, they want to see like, not just the, the coffee. Now they want like the bean machine on top of the coffee right. thing and all that type of stuff. And so, so with that, um, I mean, there's two basic beans in the world, right? You have like robustas and you have Arabica beans. Mm. And I mean, the main difference is the alt- altitudes they're grown at and like the volume that a tree that the coffee is grown on is able to yield. Okay. The Arabica beans are a little more difficult to extract. Uh, they're grown at higher altitudes, so they're a little better quality. Mm. And so um, uh, if you're looking for the high-quality experience, which Zinnia gives you, all of our beans are Arabica beans. Just like if you go to the fancy international uh, brand and you usually look on their wall, they tout like how all their beans are Arabica beans mm. because that's a little high-quality. It gives you like a smoother ride throughout the, the caffeinated you know, beverage experience. Um, if you want that kick, that just that, ah, you know, like strong, strong caffeine, just, you know, jolt, then you're probably going to go with a Robusta. Mm. And so a lot of what you'll find in like, you know, and no shade on anybody, but uh, once like the massive production of coffee started kicking in, um, a lot of the the big box, you know, the, the realtors, and, uh, retailers and things like that will go for the Robusta bean because they're a little cheaper. And again, you can kind of uh, get them easier off the, the, the trees. And so you can get a little bit more of it, more bang for your buck. That's but again, it's a little, little, little less quality. Yeah, that's interesting, right? Because you said, you know, the, the caffeine kick. So people, you know, will be blinded by saying, oh, it's strong. But that doesn't necessarily exactly. mean that it's, um, that it's the most uh, complex or flavorful. It's almost the same mm-hmm. thing like when we were growing up. I remember we were on this uh, Bacardi 151 kick, like, oh, I'm drinking Bacardi 151, right? Just because yes, it's always strong. But that doesn't, mean yes, it's, it's, that doesn't mean it's good, right? That doesn't mean that it's actually the, the best value that you can get. That's good. All right. So so we got Robusto and uh, Arabica mm-hmm. beans. All right. Arabica beans. And then, you know, you just want to try. So, so, so what we offer, for example, is you just want to make an experience to where it's transparent. So, you know, a lot of websites and, and things that I notice is, you know, people in the, the coffee world, right, you know, and they get uh, kind of on on these places where it's like these all these fancy languages and blends and all this other stuff. And it's like, man, like, what the heck am I actually drinking? Mm. And so, you know, you want to know, in my humble opinion, and again, I know that people have been, people have been at this game for a very, very long time. But, you know, my, my, my basic questions are, you know, where do my beans come from? Right. You know, who's making them? And when was it made? Mm. And if I can kind of answer those three questions and, you know, educate our customers on those three things, like when you know exactly where your beans come from, um, you know where they're made, 
and you know, uh, you know what they are. So like, kind of what they're because each bean uh, has like a natural characteristics on of its own. That's good. Like natural flavor profiles and different you know beans for different regions. So for example, a bean that is grown in Honduras uh, is going to taste different than a bean that's grown in Kenya. A green is a bean that's grown in Kenya is going to be different than a bean that's grown in Indonesia. And so, I mean, that's, it's not like anything, you know, rocket science. Right. It's just, you know, kind of uh, at a high level, knowing what you're experiencing each day when you're consuming something. And I think as a whole, you know, like society is kind of moving more, to, you know, to that. Yeah. You know, you see it with, you know, uh, uh, electric vehicles and just, like you said, just, just having more options and people just really kind of diving in not just taking stuff anymore to just like kind of know wanting to know more about what it is that they're consuming. So, so a question, say mm-hmm. um, you and I are sitting down and you're like, Hey, you really should try my, my, my coffee here, my beans. So where, where does a person start? So I'm a, I'm, I'm not a coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. Um, legitimately I'll, you know, I'll go to maybe a national chain or two and I'll pick up the pound cake and, you know, some fresh fruit just because they're uh, you know readily available. But where gotcha. would you tell a person that's either starting new or wants to um, refine their palate? Uh, you've kind of talked about the different types of beans, but you know, mm-hmm. h- how does a person actually dive into this world of of being a coffee connoisseur and and understanding like flavor and you know what what really what what should you be tasting or looking for in your um, I would call it your 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 coffee cart, essentially. So it's gonna, it's going to sound very corny and cheesy, but one of the one of the things I did to sort of like I guess develop my palate mm. was like literally um, I will I will go to you know like um, like a McDonald's right mm-hmm. order a cup of coffee from McDonald's just straight straight coffee, and then you know I go to a Starbucks order a cup of coffee in like the same day or maybe. Uh, like in a two-hour span from each other. So I got the one, you know, here and and another one there. So then I kind of start, you know, tasting the difference. And like, right. you know, because again, Starbucks has its standards and you have this expectation about, you know, how they taste and what they are. So then let me start, you know, let me go there. And then also in that same day or something, let me go to the convenience store so I can start seeing like, wait, okay. Um, and then, you know, go to a mom and pop's place and just, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is, try, you know, try different things, right. but try to, if you're going to uh, just so you can kind of start seeing the differences, like try those different things in a very short span of time, so you can start seeing the differences between them. Right. Between them, excuse me. Uh, in the wine world, they have wine tasting, right, where you can kind of okay, I have these different blend, um, types of wines, mm-hmm. and it may be three different reds, and I, you know, from three different companies, I taste them side by side by side to see, you know, how they taste. In the coffee world, it's something called cupping. Mm. And so um, it's it's it, and it's something that um, you know shameless plug we're going to start doing once we kind of scale up. Uh, what we want to start doing is because I do want to bring that experience of here's five or six different beans yeah. right in front of you that you're going to try you know back to back to back to back to back so you can really start seeing the difference. And to be honest, that's what like started it for me of helping develop my palate is just you know trying different things in a short amount of time so you can start differentiating you know, between them and, you know, you'll do the, you'll sip a little bit and like the cupping thing, it was very like formal. You had to like sip some and then like take a little gurgle of water and then like <laughs> sip the next one. And then literally the guy, you know, that was walking me through, it was like, okay, like, you know, which one is your favorite, which one yeah. do you like the most, that's good. why this and that. And so that's like, that's basically, like I said, on a, on a very, 
uh, uh, daily, like gorilla scale, just like, like seriously, just try, you know, one morning, if, if you're out there and you're, you're interested in trying to learn and like, how do I develop my coffee palate? You know, just, yeah, go to a, uh, uh, like I said, Starbucks and then, you know, while that cup is still kind of warm or whatever, then try going to the gas station and get two small cups and sip one, drink some water, sip the other one. That's so good. you can start seeing like, Oh yeah, that's good. Hey man. Um, so one more thing, then then uh, then I'll let you go here. Um, so so what what is the what's the next step, right? So you say that you you you've already you know started as far as your development, and mm-hmm. I mean I, I see you on Instagram, et cetera. You're shipping beans all over, people loving them, et cetera. Uh, what, what's next, right? So you you kind of already talked about the cupping and really, you know the the coffee flights essentially that you're sitting down or walking through it. Um, exactly. Where, where should where should we be looking in in twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, and beyond for Virginia Roastery? Yeah, so you know, first thing, if if you haven't, for all the listeners out there, you know, Virginia Roastery is on Facebook, it's on Instagram, X E N I A Roastery. Uh, so like the page. Uh, and what's what's next? Uh, we're just we're, we're planning to scale up um, due to an overwhelming amount of support and just folks, you know repeat customers already and then yeah. you know new customers that are coming um we're we're taking this thing serious so you know right now we're going through the process of applying for a business loan nice. to be able to because right now i'm operating out of my house right so just um starting small so we're applying for a business loan to you know move to our first headquarters to get like a a, a bigger commercial grape uh, machine for yeah. production and then it's time to deploy the full marketing strategy uh, because right now uh, it's just, uh, you know, we're dealing with individual households. But, you know, for 21, for 22, for 23, it's uh, specifically for 21 is, is this revving up, scaling up to where, you know, we increase our offerings um, and, and not just target individual households, but start targeting, targeting excuse me, businesses, yeah. nonprofit organizations, government entities. Uh, and then, you know, um, Lord Willen says the same. Once we get further down the road, then uh, if things keep going well and we keep growing, then uh, we'll look at expansion opportunities, maybe in different markets. Hey man, uh, just you, because. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, excited about it, man. You got to have some branches out here in California, too. Well, yeah, because, I mean, one of the keys, and, and to be completely honest, um, is freshness. So yeah. Yeah. from the time that I finished roasting to the time that somebody, you know, makes those beans in their cups and starts drinking a caffeinated beverage is that's the critical that's the critical thing you got to have that timeline down and so you know for me it's as close i wanted to get it to the customer's you know consumption point um as quick as possible from the time i roasted and so yeah like i said if god affords it and blesses us then you know we'll look at setting up hubs and kind of different regions strategically to make sure that we're getting you know, find out where our customers are and make sure we're getting them their product as quick and fresh mm-hmm. as possible. There it is. Well, all right. So, so again, where, where can they get you? Where can they find you um, on, on social, et cetera? Love me on social media. I'm just kidding. Like us <laughs> on social media, <laughs> uh, on IG, the Zinnia Roast, X-E-N-I-A-R-O-A-S-T, uh, Zinnia Roastery, just to search for it. Like I said, right now we're exclusively operating on social media, uh, Facebook and Instagram, and then yeah, web page and website. Uh, working on that, and like I said, Lord willing, uh, everybody be in prayers, and, and we'll see with the continued support. 
um, where we can take this thing, but Xenia Roastery, X-E-N-I-A-R-O-A-S-T-E-R-Y. Excellent. Hey, man, um, I'm actually going to have a cup of coffee for you, so I'm going to have to have you send me oh, man. Um, send me something, and I'll, I'll taste it. And if I'm wired for three days because I don't have caffeine in my life, <laughs> then I'll have my wife call you, and y'all can work it out from there. But uh... Absolutely. <laughs> drink it black, though. I drink that. You know, that's that's the thing. That's that's, that's another part of you know, mm. how people are like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a coffee connoisseur. And I, I appreciate when people, you know, kind of – Kind of because I've been challenged. I'm not gonna lie. People would challenge me on my knowledge. People would challenge me on like my beans and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, they're whack. And then you know, so it's like, okay, cool. So I go to work and and then I show them. So yeah, it, once you get the sample, you have to drink it black. Though that's the thing. That's good. The first time you drink it, drink it straight black, no cream, no sugar, so you can see really like you know what what it's about. That's good. That's good. All right. Well, again, thank you for joining us today, man. I appreciate it. Look forward to continuing this conversation because, man, I know more people are going to have some questions and want to hear from the coffee connoisseur. So uh, we'll definitely be be having a more uh, more conversations along the way. And for all of those that have um, joined us for today, please, please uh, drop some comments. Let us know what you think. Make sure you check out Xenia Roastery on your uh, social media platforms. Get some fresh coffee in there. And let's go down this path. So, again, thank you all for tuning in to All Things Fine and Gentry. This is the Connoisseur French Thompson. We'll see you all next time. See you next time.